Hello there. Uh, I have Vicki Haar on the line, and uh, this is Kurt Steele, and we're going to do just another interview. Uh, Vicki, why don't you say hi to the audience out there? Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Well, Vicki, it's a real privilege. You've been a big part of my my life and a, and a huge part of my restoration, and uh, you've ministered a lot to me, you and Sid, and and uh, and I, I really appreciate you, and I just wanted to take an opportunity to uh, introduce you to my Internet friends out there and my Internet friends to meet you because um, you've got a very unique ministry. And I, I'd love you to just kind of talk about, you know, what God's done in your life in, uh, in the, the first book that you wrote and how that kind of that ministry kind of came about. Tell us a little bit about that first of all, just so we can get to know you a little. Well, um, I have always been interested in spiritual gifts, and I've taught them for over 30 years in the different churches I've been a part of. And I wanted to pass that legacy on to my grandchildren because, of course, my children saw it as it evolved in our lives. And I would share when the Lord did things, and they would have things happen to them, and they would share with me, you know, supernatural things that would happen. And But my grandkids live uh, in different parts of the country, and I bought grandmother books for them and would fill in the blanks, but they just lacked what I wanted to pass on, which is my spiritual legacy, and especially about spiritual gifts. So uh, when I had uh, my grandchildren... I started adding a letter as an addendum to those books. And it just kept growing and growing until it became a manuscript, and, and I had it published. <laughs> that's fantastic. And, it, you know, that's the beautiful thing about the book. It's real simple. It's easy to understand. I've really enjoyed reading it and so forth. And why do you, why do you feel spiritual gifts are so important in our day and age to understand. What, 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 what drove you to be to kind of come up with a subject like that for your grandchildren and pass that on to them? Well, uh, we are able to hear God's voice if we slow down, if we read the Word, if we want to hear from Him and we ask. He'll speak to us if we're believers, if we're born again and the Holy Spirit dwells in us. He will speak to us on a regular basis. And that's how my walk has been since I was 27 years old. Before that, I was a Christian, but I couldn't really say God spoke to me except through songs that I would sing, you know, the words were moving, or uh, maybe someone at church would give a good message and, and it would speak to me. But, but I didn't have that personal, I was talking to God and he was talking to me. And when that started happening, my whole life turned upside down. And, and it's amazing what he wants to tell us. I mean, yeah. he just wants to free us from this natural world that we live in where we're mm. caught up in bondage and temptation and everything. He's got so much out there for us. Mm. And mm -hmm. the spiritual gifts are supernatural gifts that he gives to every believer. Mm. And uh, so part of that is if he speaks to you, he can guide you, and you can avoid a lot of mistakes. <laughs> yeah, amen to that. I think, I think that, that, that sums it up for me, too, the whole subject of listening to God is that developing and growing intimacy with the Lord. And, 
you know, it is talking to your daddy and mm-hmm. uh, having a conversation and and really learning. I know in the last 18 months or so, I've been learning that it's a two-way street. God talks mm-hmm. to me and I talk to him and I respond. And I used to think, you know, prayer, you started Holy Father, Heavenly Father, and and you went into a discourse. And now I'm learning to slow down, like you just said, and listen to God and and then converse and ask him a question and converse. And, and that does come out in your writings that that's what you're doing. Now, your ministry, you know, started as this book and and kind of be involved in the local church and so forth. And uh, we got your website up, and, and the Lord is bringing a more expanded ministry. Isn't that right to you? And what is God doing? There, it seems like the Lord's doing a lot through uh, your ministry. He is. I'm just... Uh... I'm amazed. It's just accelerating so fast I can hardly keep up. And we all go through seasons. And sometimes it's like this one that I'm going through, and sometimes it's uh, more placid. But right now um, I had a speaking engagement in January that just blew me out of the water because as I, after I spoke at the Women's Aglow in Ventura, uh, as people came up for prayer, the Lord gave me individual words of knowledge for each person, and they admitted that that was where they were at, or it spoke to their heart. They knew it was God, which is the beauty of the spiritual gift. God gets right to the heart. It isn't a mind-to-mind thing. It's a spirit-to-spirit. Yeah, so, amen. So when the Holy Spirit in me spoke to the Holy Spirit in them, they would say yes, and then I was able to pray for them in whatever the situation was that they were dealing with. And um, I've been asking for words of knowledge and words of wisdom for years for strangers, and I didn't know any of these people. So I was just, uh, my faith was just boosted with each person I prayed for. And uh, go ahead. Yeah, that's, you know, this is, this is where I'm kind of going with it. I, I, my my spirit's agreeing with you so much as I'm talking to you because it just seems as though we're living in one of the scariest times in history, in my opinion, but one of the most exciting times in history at the same time because I believe God is mobilizing his people all over this country and all over the world right now uh, for what I believe you know could be a huge awakening where mm-hmm. God could gigantically win and 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 move in the hearts and lives of people. And I think he's going to do it through people listening to God, just like yourself. Yeah. Are you feeling the pulse of or the pangs of maybe the beginnings of of revival in around you when you're when you're at these churches? Definitely, I am because um, I'm not an evangelist, and I've always kind of avoided going out and speaking to people, you know, just talking to them about the Lord and everything. But the Lord's been moving me into leading a prophetic evangelistic teams and um, listening prayer teams. I've, I've been on prayer walks before, and I've been in prayer teams where you listen to the Lord before you pray for someone. But putting those two together where you're walking your neighborhood or like we're, we walk mm-hmm. the, the area where I work and we're listening to the Lord as we're walking and, and the Lord shows us people or situations that we should pray for. 
And we never approach those people in those kind of prayers, prayer walks. But um, I'm seeing that this is a new thing for the people I'm ministering to, and they get so excited they just want to do it again. Oh, yeah. It's a new dimension of ministry. it It really is, you know. And I'm just beginning in this, you know, and I was on a prayer walk the other day, and Lord, what should I pray? You know, and one of my mentors, Chuck Mueller, you know, always says, God, you know, show us what we were to pray for today. And I looked down on the ground, and there's three beer bottles completely empty there, you know, laying there right on the sidewalk. And I'm thinking to myself, well, okay, Lord, I pray against alcoholism and what's happening in this neighborhood and all that kind of thing. And, and you know, I came around a lap, and there's somebody there, out there drinking in the middle of the day, drinking, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm thinking, you know, how amazing if we can lift our eyes into the heavenlies and, and really see the issues that are on the heart of God. So what is your second book you're working on? I really don't know what it is, and I, I'd love to, to know what God's laying in your heart for that. Well, it's a grandmother's fill-in-the-blank book. Um, wow. A lot, of, a lot of mothers buy the baby books. You know, and they fill yeah. out the blanks for when their child was born. And usually the, the books go up to, like, when the child is 7 or 10 or something like that. Yeah. And um, my mother did that for her three kids. But she started doing it for her grandkids, and this was, mm-hmm. you know, 15 years ago. And mm-hmm. she couldn't find anything on the market. So she bought the baby books, and she hand-wrote in grandmother instead of mother. And uh-huh. she had to revise it and everything. And... As people have talked to me about my book, they they pick up on two things. They either pick up on the spiritual gifts, and they're excited about that, and they want to hear about that, or they pick up on grandmother's legacy. And I've had so many people approach me and say, I wish that I had a grandmother's book that I could fill in, because not obviously not everyone's going to write a book or a blog or a letter to their kids, but it, it'll be questions that trigger you know, an answer, and then lots of white space to write it in, and so oh, that's what I'm working on, yeah. Wow, what a fantastic thing. So it's a tool that, um, you know, carry on, and people can use it and bless, you know, all their grandchildren, and wow, that's a that's a fantastic concept. I, I love that. So what what's your website? Again, can you tell everybody what your website is? www.grandmotherslegacy.com. GrandmothersLegacy.com. Right. Great. And uh, here's one last question. The Lord's laying this on my heart. I, I just just want to ask you, how can we pray for your ministry? You know, uh, if somebody's listening to this and they're going, wow, you know, I want to go out to the website. I want to check out what she's doing out there in ministry. But I would like to call people. I feel called to 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 ask you how we can pray for you and pray for your ministry. Pray for uh, humility and a tender heart and uh, that the Lord would touch me when I'm supposed to speak to people, that I wouldn't have fear. He's stretching me, and he always stretches us, um, but that I would step out in obedience. Amen. Well, we will definitely pray for you. And uh, I am really looking forward to maybe sometime you come to the Bay Area, but I'm really hoping soon I'm going to be moving back home to San Diego. But uh, <laughs> uh, maybe sometime you can come into the Bay Area and bless some people here because you've been a blessing to me and a great deal 
um, of the uh, the restoration that's happened in my life, Vicky, has been because you have been obedient. I, I, I remember specifically a couple times, and there was one time where it was a, I don't even remember what the service was, it was communion, and, and after the communion service, you came up to me and, and spoke a word to me that really touched my heart, and, you know, along with Sid, you've kind of been a tag team uh, to keep my heart ignited and uh, mm. keep my heart hopeful and filled with tons and tons of faith because, uh, um, you know, God did amazing things. When I gave my testimony, I've never in my life had the experience that I had. It's very even hard. It's hard for me even to write about it. Um, and it happened not in one service, but both services. And it was literally when I stepped up in Crossroads, give the testimony I took the first step the second step I looked up and all of New Hope was there mm. and I saw in that cry I mean it's like I told Carol I literally could have reached out and touched you guys and people think I'm nuts when I talk about that <laughs> I saw you and Sid Joe and Trish Gary and Carol I mean I could go right down the line mm. and it was like you were there and it didn't happen in one service it happened in both services and I turned around and I felt your presence behind me. Mm. It was the wildest thing. Wow. And just in case I didn't get the point, <laughs> I looked out in the audience and Chris McCary was sitting in the middle of the audience. I, and after second service, I went, okay, I'm done. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go check out, see if he's there. And he wasn't there. <laughs> it was that kind of a reality. And I thought to myself, you know, and, and, you know, your mind moves, and as I saw you and Sid sitting there, and knowing I was going to do an interview with you, I thought to myself, you know, there are two people that I wouldn't be where I'm at if they hadn't listened to the Lord and ministered to me. So, I love you, and God. we would definitely will pray for you, and thank, thank you. you for sharing about what the Lord's doing in your life. It's super exciting. Oh, thank you for having me. No problem. Take care. All righty. Okay. Bye-bye.